Welcome back to Local Love on KUCI in Irvine. I'm your host, Kenzie, and today I'm here with Amanda Mahaffey, the Volunteer and Experiences Coordinator for the Ecology Center. The Ecology Center is a farm-based, nonprofit organization committed to meeting the changing needs of the community through efforts in feeding the community with local, regenerative, organic produce, in addition to sharing the skills necessary to thrive in the 21st century. Today we talked about the history of the Ecology Center, what it promotes, how the community regularly engages with the organization, what to expect from the farm stand, the ways in which the organization has been influenced by COVID regulations, and how we can support the Ecology Center's future goals. If you want to learn more about the Ecology Center, keep listening or visit their website, theecologycenter.org. Once again, thank you for tuning into Local Love and enjoy the interview. The opinions and views expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show or other programs on KUCI, please log on to KUCI.org for the latest program schedule. And welcome back to Local Love on KUCI in Irvine. Today I'm here with Amanda, the Volunteer and Experiences Coordinator for the Ecology Center. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I think the Ecology Center is like a really interesting organization that, you know, a lot of people I feel like should know more about. And um, I was hoping if you could like let everyone know, you know, what exactly is the Ecology Center and like why was it founded? So the Ecology Center, we're located in San Juan Capistrano. Um, we're an environmental education nonprofit, um, basically came upon a, an empty dirt lot 10 years ago and turned it into this ecological oasis for folks in the community to come and learn um, creative solutions for thriving on planet Earth. And then a year and a half ago, we acquired the like adjacent farm to us um, and now get to be stewards of this awesome 28 acre parcel of land where we're growing over 200 varieties of flowers, herbs, um, veggies, and fruits, all, all organic, um, and with a regenerative farming model, an environmental nonprofit and an organic regenerative farm. And that's absolutely amazing. And I was wondering, like, you know, if you could explain like, a little bit about like, what is um, regenerative farming for anyone that might not really know or is familiar with the term? Totally. Um, it is such a hot buzzword right now. And I don't think that a lot of people really know what it means. So I'm so glad you asked that. Uh, essentially, like 20 years ago, you know, the real landmark for agriculture was switching from, you know, this conventional quote unquote agricultural method that was based on putting a lot of synthetic fertilizers and synthetic chemicals into the land. Um, that, that stopped and this radical thing came about called organic farming, which was to get the synthetic chemicals out, um, which was an amazing first step to like returning some stewardship to the earth. And returning some like intention and attention to the land. Um, and regenerative is almost this like next wave. So um, beyond just organic, it is uh, a way to cultivate really healthy soil, really healthy microorganisms in your soil, um, really healthy diversity. Um, and yeah, just kind of encouraging like positive insect communities and biodynamic methods to just take care of itself so that the farm returns more to an ecological model of raising food, of growing food, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, that totally makes sense. And that's amazing because, you know, I always hear about organic farming, but really didn't know about that like extra step that people are taking to make sure that it's like, not only is like the food quality for people, but it's like that part of the earth is actually becoming healthier again. It's becoming what it's supposed to be. And that's really wonderful to hear that this is what the Ecology Center is. And, you know, I'm really hoping that more people begin to do this type of farming or, you know, begin to support more organizations like the Ecology Center. Because I really do feel like it's a really important thing that needs to be growing at this time. A lot of regenerative farmers should say that soil is like their main crop because with terrible, like, bountiful soil, you can't really grow abundant, nutritious food. Not well, not for a long time. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like flipping the model on its head a little bit of, to be a little bit less about production and a little bit more about stewardship. Definitely. I've actually had a couple guests on the past that could not stress that enough about, you know, soil quality and like you can't get good food without good soil. And just off the top of your head, I was going to ask, like, do you know exactly what you do in order to promote that healthy soil quality? Yeah, so we do a lot of different things. Um, first and foremost, you know, like I said, we acquired the farm about a year and a half ago. So um, right now, the first thing that we did was like increase diversity on the farm. So the previous farm owners, you know, who were awesome stewards, they grew a couple of crop varieties. Um, a couple different things, and now we're growing over 200, um, just like over 200, like flowers, herbs, um, tons of vegetables, all your favorite things, um, and then also planted like over 300 fruit trees on the property as an alley cropping and agroforestry method. So the trees go in between the veggie rows, and that helps to encourage um, positive insect communities, and it's also like it's big economic advantage down the line, which, you know, is another tier of triple bottom line sustainability. We also, you know, we'll plant cover crop. We just kind of try to find integrated pest management strategies. So for instance, if we have a problem with crows, we want to look into, you know, ways to build raptor boxes or owl boxes, um, owl boxes for bunnies rather, but um, ways to encourage like predators to come onto the landscape and like take care of our pests in a natural way. Um, so it's a really like long-term program and we're just like digging into it. But those are just some of the, some of the simple ones. Well, that's really cool to hear about, especially just because everyone is putting in that devotion to make sure if there is a problem, it's going to be handled in the most natural and like forgiving way possible instead of going with anything like harsh chemicals or traps or anything. If you're getting the earth to do the work that you need it to be doing, which is so amazing to hear. And it also sounds very beautiful on the Ecology Center. And I was going to ask, because this sounds like in a really amazing place for people to go, what types of community members do you regularly see engaging with the Ecology Center? Well, um, it's so different with COVID-19, obviously, like how we can engage with our community. But um, one of the ways is that we have a farm stand that's open every day, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the property. Um, we also just historically have been a site for field trips, workshops, dinners, um, farm tours, and, and a ton of volunteering, which I obviously have a personally vested interest in. Um, and it changes all the time, like, for instance, with our volunteer demographic. Uh, we, you know, have a lot of maybe retired folks who love gardening or a lot of parents in the community who, you know, want to bring their children here and show them, you know, what it means to be in the land since a farm is really rare in Orange County. Um, 
is actually technically one of the only working certified organic farms in the entire county, which houses 3.1 million people. So um, definitely have a lot of parents wanting to bring their, their children here. A lot of families come here um, for that same reason. And lately, you know, just with the closing of schools and the closing or the loss of jobs, honestly, and a lot of people having a moment to kind of like reimagine what they want for their life, whether from their career or, you know, bigger picture needs. We're having a lot of like young people show up, like people our age, kind of like 18 to, you know, 20, 27 or something who are interested in farming, interested in regenerative agriculture and like interested in like fighting climate change. It's really all types. It's like the local community and then people who love the environment and families. It's just a lot of kind of people, you know, we really want it to be a space for everyone to feel welcome here. I love hearing that, especially when it comes to the younger generations. I think it is really important to start exposing them to things that I feel like a lot of the other generations really don't know about. And so getting that opportunity to do that now is so vital to helping grow their mind and grow their understanding of where does our food come from and how are we doing this and why? And I was going to ask, for those that are coming onto the farm, what are the learning and volunteer opportunities available for them? They do want to participate in something like that. Great question. Um, well, again, and this is kind of like thinking um, in terms of COVID-19. So before, you know, we've always had a lot of children's programming, a lot of field trips, and we're really learning how to redesign that. So at the moment, you know, as far as volunteering goes, that's a, a sector that we're still able to totally welcome folks in. Um, we have a couple things running. Uh, we're doing like a six week apprenticeship program on the farm. It's kind of the beginning of a, a larger vision of the Ecology Center, which is to train the next generation of farmers and chefs um, and, you know, in regenerative practice essentially. But at the moment we're having these kind of six week, either two day week or three day week um, commitment and working exclusively in our market garden. So learning about propagation, um, you know, all the seeds that grow into amazing plants, learning about soil health and cultivating and broad forking and weeding and what, it, what that all takes, um, learning about our cut flower program. So that's one section is really like the farm volunteering. Um, we also have a culinary volunteer program um, where you might help with our peace pizzas that we serve on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, as a part of our farm share program, which is our version of a community supported agriculture program. Uh, we have volunteers who help build our farm share boxes for our community supported agriculture program on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. We have, um, I don't know, volunteers who could really engage and in every section of this farm, you know, there's like a way to dig in. So whether it's helping on the food side or the farm side, um, people are involved all over the place. That's really great. Like the fact that there's so many opportunities available and it's like, I feel like that really helps people hone in skills as well. Like, you know, you might not know exactly what you're good at, but there's so many options that you're, you're sure to find something that you are good at and that you're happy doing. And I was wondering too, if you are going to be a volunteer or possibly even an apprentice, what is the expectation for anyone that wants to be a volunteer? Eagerness. I don't know, just stoked. You know, we just want, we, we just like want to welcome anyone who's interested. 
like to be here and to to learn like there's something for everyone if you're able to lift like 50 pounds or more then you know that's always a plus and if you're not we can have you help us you know fill bulk bags like full of flour for the farm stand or fill our olive oil jars or our honey jars um or help make tea blends you know um there's gardening opportunities on wednesday mornings uh like in the front acre there's a fruit tree club called orchard ohana which is excellent that meets on tuesdays there's just like no real parameters except like um you know an eagerness to help shift culture and like an eagerness to help improve our community that's all we could ask for really definitely I'd like to remind the listeners that you're listening to Local Love on KCI in Irvine. And if you'd like to learn more about KCI, you can find us at kci.org, or you can find us um, on our social media handles, KCIFM on Instagram. Um, if you'd like to learn more about Local Love as well, you can also find us on Instagram at Local Love KCI. Um, I'm currently here with Amanda, the volunteer and experiences coordinator for the Ecology Center. Um, to catch up anyone that might be tuning in now, we were just talking about the history of the Ecology Center, what practices they're currently doing, the volunteer and learning opportunities um, to the public, kind of past the COVID times, um, and you know, what are the expectations for the volunteers that really do want to participate? And I was just going to ask you, how have you seen a community form in the team members of the Ecology Center and outside with possibly those volunteers? Well, the beautiful thing about the Ecology Center is when you walk onto the land and like come into the space, we have so much positive feedback because it is like a very special land that that volunteers and staff have been working together to cultivate for, you know, since 2008 when our executive director and founder Evan Marks like came upon this vacant dirt lot. Um, so just to come onto the property honestly like lightens the heart of, of a, a lot of us, of a lot of folks. Um, because it is a rare, it is a rare find in, in the suburban backdrop of Orange County. So I think that honestly, this land brings us together in such a way, working beside someone, planting all day or weeding all morning, definitely spurs the kind of conversations that you might not otherwise have. Uh, another, another, you know, value that we believe into our core is that by breaking bread together and eating together around the table and, and having a place for everyone at that table, um, that's when the best conversations come up. So we have a, a huge link, you know, not just with farming the best food, but um, providing that to our, our neighbors and our community in a lot of different ways. Um, through our farm stand, we also donate 20% of everything we grow and we have our farm share program and a community table for those in need in addition to that 20%. So really when we can get together and eat together, um, that's when we've really found like kind of the best community is built. We have, we, you know, before COVID, we have monthly community dinners. We have big fundraiser dinners and um, just any opportunity to eat the food we're growing together um, as staff and, and volunteers is always exceptional. Definitely. And I was really curious, too, about the farm stand. Um, if you were to approach the farm stand, exactly like what types of food could you see being sold at it now? And what do you guys do with the food that might be going bad? Awesome. Oh, that's great. I'm glad you asked. Um, well, so 
what's cool about the farm stand is that we really curate a seasonal um, approach to food and to eating. Obviously, being in California, we have this opportunity to grow more things for longer times of the year, but we don't really believe that it's the most ecological or, you know, healthy way to have like strawberries in the middle of winter or tomatoes in the middle of winter. You know, we really, our farm stand represents us, but we really follow a local seasonal diet with what we grow and what we, what we have in the farm stand. So summer has just been an abundant surplus of tomatoes and, you know, strawberries are a couple, a couple months ago, we have summer squash, we have broccoli, um, cauliflower. I mean, just everything. There's so much variety in there. So many pluots and plums and peaches and stone fruit. Um, so just your staples and your kind of unique items that you wouldn't normally find or maybe haven't tasted before. In the fall last year, we grew 30 varieties of squash, which, oh, wow. you know, <laughs> When you really, when you really talk to people, it's like, okay, hold on. I know spaghetti squash and butternut squash, but you've probably never had like a kabocha. You know, you're really going to find a seasonal selection of the best organic produce that we both grow here or that grows within 250 miles on farms who share the same community accord. Um, the farm stand also has kind of a tools for change section. So we have a small bulk refill section for all of your kind of like cleaning needs. Um, all, you know, zero waste as, as possible. Um, other tools for change may include, you know, books about the environment or about gardening. Um, we have seeds and we sell plants for your own garden. Yeah, there's just a, a total selection. It's like a, it's a deep dive in there. And as far as food that we don't sell, we have kind of a, a table that's, you know, for a long time been, been kind of for the staff and volunteers to just take whatever they need as a thank you for your work and as a relationship with the land that you work. Um, and now we've also, especially in the middle of, you know, COVID and so much insecurity for a lot of folks, we are just totally have opened that table to the community at large, anyone who is in need. So that's um, one way that we, you know, kind of conquer this produce no waste mentality. Um, a lot of things coming off the field that might not go into the farm stand, we'll find a way to turn it into, you know, kind of an added value item. So for instance, um, we had a bunch of unripe green tomatoes and we turned that into a tangy relish that's in our, in our farm stand. Or we make, you know, strawberry jam from the abundance of strawberries um, and really kind of tackling that preservation and pickling mentality. Um, and then beyond that, anything that you know, hasn't gone through those two doorways or hasn't been donated to one of our community partners, uh, we give it back to the soil. So we just put it into our, you know, giant compost heap in the back of the farm. And that combined with, um, you know, animal manure <laughs> uh, really creates a super rich, luscious, like beautiful compost, which is, you know, right back to soil regeneration. It's like the real, you know, the real start to, regenerating the farm and growing even better food next year and everything so yeah those are kind of the three tiers well, it's really great to hear that that's available and that you know the food is going to any of the community members that have helped work it so you know food really isn't going to waste and you know if it has to go anywhere it's going to go right back into the soil and we're just going to take a moment to hear a message from KUCI the opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. 
People who are older and those who have underlying medical conditions can be at increased risk for COVID-19. If you're frequently around or are a member of one of these high-risk groups, wash your hands often and disinfect your home. Make sure you have an adequate supply of regular medications and avoid large crowds. If you do have symptoms like cough and fever, call your doctor or local health department before seeking treatment. For more information, visit covid19.ca.gov. This is Patricia Haig, Earth System Science undergrad at UCI, reminding you that the global climate strike is soon here. You can be a part of the movement. On September 20th, the Irvine Climate Resilience Rally will be held at the corner of Culver Drive and Alton Parkway starting at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. represents the nearly 10 years scientists say we have left before irreversible environmental damage. Bring your friends, your family, a poster, and definitely bring your voice. For more information, visit globalclimatestrike.net or our Irvine Climate Resilience Facebook page. And welcome back to Local Love on KUCI in Irvine. I'm your host, Kenzie, and today I'm here with Amanda, the Volunteer and Experiences Coordinator for the Ecology Center. Um, to catch up anyone that's just tuning in now after the break, we were just talking about the farm stand, uh, what food you can expect from it, and you know what is done with the excess food, aka putting into the compost. Um, and I was just going to ask, what ways has the Ecology Center adapted or has been influenced by COVID regulations? Great question. Um, so as far as um, kind of adaptations with COVID-19, like immediately when COVID-19 began, we launched a program called the Resilience Box. And it was a way to like feed as many community members as we could who were maybe afraid to go to the grocery store or not, or not comfortable getting their food from 1,500 miles away. So we immediately started a contactless curbside pickup program um, for something that we called the Resilience Box. And now we've as we kind of headed out of this resilience stage and more into a sustainability stage, a long-term strategy to feed the community local, organic, seasonal produce. Um, now we still have a contactless curbside pickup method. We put it straight into your car, a box of, um, we call it our harvest box, our farm share program straight into your car and any like additional add-ons that you may want to order as well. So we have that as an adaptation. Otherwise we just require you know, masks in the farm stand and just kind of limit the amount of folks who can come in at a time. Um, some of the area is a little more shut off and we've stopped events for now, um, but we are bringing back farm tours on Saturdays and just having social distancing and mask, mask precautions in place. Those are some of the changes. Yeah, that's really great that like, you know, you guys are taking that opportunity to be safe, you know, social distancing, wearing masks. I know it's really important for anyone, especially when it comes to handling food. I know it's, you know, greatly appreciated by anyone that's really taking that extra step. So in your opinion, why is it so important that people support the Ecology Center and how can we do that? So the Ecology Center is, you know, really an awesome community resource. It's a it's a relationship that flows back and forth between community members and like the people who work here or maybe the people who you know occupy the land more often but it really is a community farm and we're working to like give this space to all the folks who who live here you know we want everyone to feel like this is really where they're getting the best food like possible and where they're you know learning tools and like learning new skills and new frameworks for shifting our culture, you know, and creating a world that really gives more than it takes. And we do it, we do it in a lot of different ways. Um, 
and are so eager to like bring people into that fold and, and to, you know, find what you need and, and where this, where this ecological connection, you know, comes and meets you. And, and I think that's why food has been such a good ally because we all eat three times a day, which means we get three votes a day, you know, about the kind of world we want to live in. So really the best way to support the ecology center is by coming by and experiencing the space, you know, coming into the farm stand again, you know, open every day of the week, um, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Or joining in on our farm share program, which is this opportunity to get the most fresh and like curated, you know, box of produce straight off the farm, you know, and, and a recipe that our, our head of our culinary department, Chef Jennifer Sherman, like prepare for you, you know, and to really like think differently about our food system and how our decisions with what we eat can like ripple um, throughout our community and and throughout the rest of our lifestyle. It's really amazing to hear and I absolutely love what you were saying too about you get three votes um, a day about like how you actually want to like, you know, see this world and what you want to come from this world. I think that's a really wonderful way of thinking about just like the simple choices in your day-to-day -day life and what type of like impact they have in the long run as well. Just wrapping up a little bit, um, I was going to ask you, uh, what are the future goals and plans for the Ecology Center that you know of? Uh, the Ecology Center is such an awesome, excited, like kind of fast moving place. It's rad because we just have like no shortage of like dreaming and, and vision for, you know, really creating honestly like a modern village. So how we see that happening is by approaching, you know, all that we do by thinking about grow, eat and make as our three core pillars and how we really flip those values on their, on their head. Um, so one of the things that we're kind of working on now is um, breaking ground rather on a, um, on like a concession stand and in the courtyard, essentially in our open air courtyard, which will serve coffee and juice and pastries. So just really a way to take the produce directly off the farm and serve it directly to our community in the courtyard. You know, and a long-term vision is to have a culinary center and a restaurant here where we're doing that every day and, you know, feeding as many people as we can. Um, and really, biggest picture is to train the next generation of farmers and chefs to think differently about the connection between, you know, a menu for the evening um, versus like a menu that's the same all year round. Thinking about how to like form connections between farmers and chefs to look at the food system differently. Um, and like lastly, you know, and most boldly, I think our goal is to really you know, create a blueprint here um, in San Juan Capistrano, California for living abundantly on planet Earth, you know, and just to, to explore what it looks, tastes, and feels like when humans like truly live in harmony with nature and each other. So yeah, we just seek to model a healthy future for all. And I think we will. I think we're just going to keep, keep running with our excitement and um, the support of our community to make some serious changes in the world. And just for the last question of the day, um, I was going to ask you, what are you most proud of from the Ecology Center? Oh, man. Dinner, you know? Just like, <laughs> um, I'm most proud of the way that our community engages with this space. Like, obviously, I'm most connected with our volunteers. And we have these folks who are willing to come here, you know, three times a week just to, like, lend their energy and their hands and their time to this land because 
we can all share in this reality that like there's true change being made here. Um, and it's so radical to like watch friendships and community grow like from working beside each other here. Um, I think that really is the most incredible part because you can watch momentum like really happen with connection of each other and you know a new ingredient you might not you might not have considered otherwise like is born here and and you can go and make this meal with your new friend from volunteering and and really talk together and spend that time thinking about how we're going to envision a better future for all so i just yeah i love the connection it's absolutely amazing to hear about. And, you know, just thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was absolutely amazing hearing about the Ecology Center. I totally believe it's, you know, the change that we need for our younger generation, our generation. And I definitely think it's the plan that we should be going forward with, you know, for as long as we can. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Yes, I loved it. Thanks, Mackenzie. The opinions and views expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show or other programs on KUCI, please log on to KUCI.org for the latest program schedule. Thank you once again for tuning in to Local Love on KUCI in Irvine, and thank you to Amanda for being on the show today. If you're interested in checking out the Ecology Center, you can find more information on their website, theecologycenter.org, where you can learn more about their farm share program, the farm stand, and much more. You can also find them on the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching the handle The Ecology Center. If you're interested in volunteering at The Ecology Center, you can get into contact with Amanda by sending her an email at amanda at theecologycenter.org about wanting to participate. Thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of Local Love. I'm your host, Kenzie, and I'll be back next week at 8 a.m. for more local resources and independent creators near you.